And uh, maybe also the other uh, um, question we have about uh, ionic conductive polymer, or IPMC, why there's, there's a resentment about uh, the material, sometimes we have a very slow response. If you have a higher force, it will be slow um, bandwidth. And there's always a trade-off between the mechanical performance and the response of bandwidth. Why, why do you think we have this trade-off? Do you think we can have um, well, any conductive polymer IBMC with high forces and high bandwidth? And I think, I don't know if you agree with that, I think in a community, we still accept this limitation and maybe there's disappointing about this material cannot really make a significant uh, applications of robotics. And that is something we receive comment about that, how we can enhance the material that has really interesting feature, low current, and there's really a potential, but still there's a huge limitation behind it. What, how do we think we can advance and, and, move for, uh, and move forward having a high forces and high bandwidths for uh, ionic conductive polymer IPMCs? That's an excellent question. In fact, uh, I would generalize you know, your question. So now you see I'm trying to avoid answering the question. I, I actually would generalize your question to say, can you give me any actuator, any smart material that is able to deliver large force, high bandwidth, large displacement, and with small power uh, required? Uh, I think this probably, my personal opinion, is the most important challenge facing our community. If we really want to pursue things that we think are, you know, very cool, like octopus kind of um, robots. Of course, people have sort of got around that problem by using more traditional actuators, right? The motors or uh, let's say pneumatic actuation, which are very effective. But really, if we want to think about very compact soft robotic systems, I would really prefer not to use, say, the pneumatic you know, sources and all the valves and all these motors and all these wiring uh, in order to do uh, the, you know, the cable-driven type of actuation. So, so, so that is one I feel the, the most important question to me. And unfortunately, I do not have an answer. And I think our community really should uh, all work hard on this. I, mean, there, I, don't, I cannot name an actuator that meets all these requirements, yet they are so desirable. So if you look at biological muscles, right? So you know, we have been talking about artificial muscles for so many years, and we're still very, very far off. Great. Um, maybe ask you what could be the pain points just you think we have to work on. Do you think it's about modeling again or designing? You, what is the key for solving this question? Is it modeling or designing? Or I think the ultimate breakthrough may have to come from uh, on the material science side. We need to have we need to have new materials um, or significant advance on or existing materials. It's not just you know a little bit of tweak here and there, um, and maybe maybe something completely different. Um, because if you just look at these different actors, they always have you know this. There are some thermally actuated. Actors, you know, they can produce force, you know, nice force and nice displacement, but they're slow, right? So, so, so I think ultimately, you know, modeling, just modeling alone, 
I don't think that will get us very far. I mean, this is like, okay, you can do optimization if you have something existing. But really, I, I hope the community can come up with some novel ways of deciding materials. Um, and fabrication, of course, fabrication has already been advancing really rapidly in the past few years. Uh, that has resulted in significant I would say advances in things like sensors. Right? You can do 3D printing of all kinds of materials um, that allows you to do sensing. So I, I'm less worried about sensing than actuation you know, when it comes to uh, miniaturization and integration. Yeah.